Anna and Walter are young, single, and in love. They've got good jobs, fabulous address. futures, a magnificent new home that they bought for a song. Who says they can't have it all? It's gonna be fun fixing it up, you'll see. You're listening to Don't Be That Guy, Got a Sequel Remix. This is episode 311. I'm Mark, he's Mike. February. Well, it must be 312. I feel like Three. we did. I'm so bad. I, keep... I-, I can yeah. never keep track. I just feel like we made a 311 reference last episode. You're right, we did. Yeah, we, so this we, must be 312. We totally broke down their library, their yep. discography. Um, yeah, yeah, so. But unfortunately, I did not like listen to any of them over the last couple weeks have not turned on 311 since warp tour i'm kind of bummed i haven't actually mm. well shit yeah i better remedy that i'll take note listen um i have i have a list here we you know of things we, we chat about and i have a list of things to watch i'm gonna add a list of things to listen yeah throw on 311 <laughs> To listen. Oh, and I need to take some things off things to watch. Yeah. Because I've watched some things that you've told me to watch. Well, while you're doing that, maybe... maybe while you're doing it, should I start with what we're watching? Yeah, well, you go first this oh. time. Yeah. Well, oh, see, yeah. It seems unnatural for me to go first. I, yeah, it'll be good, though. It'll be good for both of us. We'll yeah. develop as podcasters. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta get out of your comfort zone yeah. sometimes. Patterns, uh, patterns are... Though, are... Patterns are nice, and and, ha- mm-hmm. and good habits are, are nice. You gotta break out. Yeah, uh, I saw some movies over the, these two weeks. Uh, saw a lot of things. Start start with the uh, stuff I saw at home. Uh, watched 2019's film, The Art of Self Defense, starring um, Jesse Eisenberg. It's on streaming on Hulu. It's about it's a black comedy about a uh, man who is attacked uh, and decides to take up karate. To regain his confidence, this sounds kind of cool. It, you know, it's it's a it's it's fine. It, it, it's a fine little black comedy. It's kind of weird. It's very um, not quirky, but it's definitely written in a tone that that's just um, you know, it, it, everyone everyone speaks. They like they they speak funny because of the way it's written. It's written in just kind of yeah, I guess a quirky way of writing. It's very dry. Uh, it. Plays perfectly for Jesse Eisenberg to be in this role, but uh, is it yeah. a Hulu original? No, um, was, it, was it released? I never heard. I of believe it. it's yeah. I, I, I didn't get a wide. That's an independent film, uh, but it's streaming on Hulu, but not a Hulu original. Okay. I think it's also on Amazon Prime. That sounds you, interesting. You catch them both there. The artist self defense. Um, rented some movies. I rented uh, 2019's Good Boys. It's fine. Uh, it is fun to see kids cuss, yeah. but it kind of loses its uh, its gimmick after you know half an hour. Watching I wondered these. about that one. Yeah, no, um, I, I probably wouldn't rewatch it. Uh, that one from the previews, I just I, I always thought, yeah, they're just trying to hop on that Stranger Things train with kids cussing. Yeah, and 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 that's fine, but it's very weird because they're sixth graders. I remember being a sixth grader, but like. They definitely lead into this, these these kids curse a lot, but then like they're also oblivious to like other adult content, uh, you know, kissing girls and uh, uh, drinking beer. But like they just drop efforts. I was like, kids, this square 
wouldn't just be dropped. Maybe I don't know, but I just, I feel like I know, you know, when, when the kid's like a theater kid and uh, he gets made, you know, picked on a little bit for being a theater kid, but he's just dropping the F word, just, you know, he's very comfortable with the language. I was like, I also feel like this kid who is nervous about kissing girls, nervous about skipping school, nervous about, you know, social, like, I don't feel like he's this comfortable with language. It just feels like it's something thrown in because they're like, this is funny. Yeah, I mean, Kids love to say fuck. It sounds like me at that age, oh. Mark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. Different times, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is it current time? Yeah, it's, okay. it's set. Set modern times. Time. Yeah. They didn't take everything from Stranger Things. It's not set in the 80s, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, there's just a lot of... Uh, they lot got of drones. Shit, a lot of shit going on in the 80s. I mean, there's even, like, video games being staged in the 80s right now. Oh, yeah. yeah People love the 80s. I mean, the 80s were dope. Yeah. Uh, right in another movie. I watched 2019's Ready or Not. This is uh, a movie. Uh, it's, I think it's a comedy. I, oh, I laugh, so... It, it, it's like a thriller comedy. Uh, a young woman marries into a board gaming empire where they have a tradition of playing a board game on a new person's or a person's wedding day and it turns into a game of hide and seek where they are um, hunting her for sport uh, it's very good I, I enjoyed this movie quite a bit it's very fun um, it's funny then it's um, you know I, I, I'm into this woman trying to hide. Uh, and these people trying to seek her out. So And you know what I'm doing? Yeah. I'm putting that to my two watch list, Mark. Yeah, I didn't see. Because, uh, yeah, you mentioned that to me the other day when we were we were uh, hanging out. Yeah. And ready or not? Ready yeah. or not. Yeah, I remember seeing the, like the poster is like her in a wedding dress covered in blood, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's uh, the image. Yeah, black background. It, it, or red background. Uh, it stars... Um, I think her name is Samira, something like that. Hugo Weaving's niece, oh. so, you know, an Australian lady. Uh, she's good at it, though. I I, I enjoyed her. Besides um, that, I don't know I th- who else. Um, I think another big act, the, like this next biggest big act. Oh, um, who is the, uh, Annie McDowell? Would probably be the biggest. Oh, okay. Act. She, she never she, ages. She's the mother of this uh, this family of. Uh, board game still looks 30 yeah no oh, yeah it looks great but uh yeah so ready or not check that one out i, I recommend that well that sounds really good uh watch some stuff on the netflix that, that, that's just that's my rentals that, that's the stuff i rented um uh, watch some stuff on netflix i watched 2019 the irishman you did it well I have about 45 minutes oh, left. The Irishman. I started Saturday, and then I didn't get to a Sunday, and then Monday, it just it all snowballed on me. Um, Hoff is out. Hoff is out of prison. He's talking some shit. I don't think people like it that much. I'm into I'm into what I'm watching, but I still got about 45 minutes left to watch. I hope it works out for Jimmy Hoffa. Um, Does there, that qualify as what you watched since you didn't finish? I I didn't give it a rating. Okay. I, I can't recommend it. I can recommend the first two hours and 30 minutes. I love the saga of Mark watching. Just like the saga of you wanting and needing and trying to watch The Irishman. Yeah. It's been so fun. And you know, it's been, 
It, it's a good... It, it, it didn't feel like homework. I was into what I was watching. It's fucking good. The aging technology is silly. Because they look great. Robert De Niro they looks a, great. They did a great job in that movie. Robert De Niro wa- moves around... The scene where he is... He beats up the store clerk... Just made me laugh. I actually rewound it to watch it again. Because he moves like a 75-year-old yes. man. That's the problem with the yes. de-aging. Is you can de-age your skin yep. and your face... But you cannot de-age your arthritis. Yes. When he is kicking that guy, <laughs> it just looks silly. There's one point where, like, uh, you know, a guy has been, um, uh, you know, he, he's uh, he's been avoiding, you know, some debts or something. So Robert Nero picks him up, brings him there, and he punches him in the gut. It just He just moves. I was like, he should just, just shoot people. All he should be doing is shooting people because he cannot throw kicks or punches. So, uh... The Irishman, to be continued. I'll, I'll update next episode. Hopefully, hopefully I finish oh, that's that. that's so funny. Uh, we're getting ready for the Oscars, and so I wanted to kind of jump on the Oscars. So that's why I watched The Irishman. Yeah. Uh, I watched a 2017 film by uh, Academy Award winner, Bong Joon-ho. I watched Okja. I really liked Okja. It's, uh, it's fun. It's kind oh. of a family movie, so it's definitely... I'm glad you watched it. Yeah. I, I've been threatening to watch it since it came out, because you know I'm a Gyllenhaal guy. Jake but, Gyllenhaal, I think I mentioned this to you, Jake Gyllenhaal might be, I don't, if you ask me who is my favorite actor currently working right now, it might be Jake Gyllenhaal. I think you mentioned on the show, our last show, uh, after you watched Enemy. After I watched Enemy, yeah. the stuff he's doing in Okja, he's just great. Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed Jake Gyllenhaal in this movie. I like the, the, the fantasy uh, adventure element of Okja. You know, it's about this little girl traveling across the world to get back get back her pig. Uh, and it's a longer runtime, right? Uh, two hour, yeah, 15 I, minutes. Every time I go to watch yeah. it, I have like a solid two hours. Oh, you should watch Enemy. Like, uh, it's just a little over yeah. for me. That's like an hour 40. I do have Enemy on my watch list yeah. after the last podcast. That's a quick watch. Uh, yeah. So yeah, check out Okja uh, if you have not seen it. Uh, I enjoyed it. Um, I'm going to watch that soon, very soon. Got out to the theater, so let's see. Did, can, I, can I mention, can I interrupt yeah. one more time before, like, so here's the thing too, like, when I go to watch Okja, I'm like, I want to watch Okja because it's got Gyllenhaal. Yeah. But then in my mind, I'm like, if I'm going to watch Gyllenhaal, why don't I just rewatch Nightcrawler, which is a masterpiece? Because he's doing something in Okja that is fan- you have never seen Jake Gyllenhaal like you've seen Jake Gyllenhaal in Oakja. All right, all right. He That's is, what I needed you to tell me, Mark. He is doing a character that I when he first shows up, I go, "Is that fucking Jake Gyllenhaal?" <laughs> like I know he's in the movie, but that's not him, is it? All right, and it it is Jake Gyllenhaal. All right. That's what I need. That's what I need. Yeah, he's that's doing a character. I, I just needed a reason to watch a Gyllenhaal film that's not Nightcrawler. Yeah, he's he's doing something different. He may be uh. Harkening back, uh, pulling uh, uh, inspiration from like his Bubble Boy. <laughs> the guy's got a range. I'm just saying, from Bubble Boy, Donnie Darko to your Nightcrawlers, tough guy in End of Watch. I mean, he, Southpaw. I never saw it, but he I did mean the uh, the weather movie with Dennis Quaid. He was in that. Yeah, yeah. Guy can do it all. Uh, he's, he's come a long way. He has. He really, you know, best thing that ever happened to Jake Gyllenhaal. Prince of Persia failed. Because then he just went and became a great actor. Yeah, and, he, and you know, he's in, he's one of those actors, like, we, we have a lot of great actors, but he's of our generation. Mm-hmm. You, you know, to see him develop like that has been really cool. Yeah. That's why I'd say, you know, if, if you ask me now, I mean, because it's easy to say, like, the, you know, 
the Academy Awards that happened this last week. I, I really like Brad Pitt, but Brad Pitt was an actor when I was a kid. Yeah. Like, he's always been Brad Pitt. Yep. Denzel Washington, Dale Day-Lewis, Leonardo DiCaprio even, even yeah. though he was considered a young guy when I saw him in Titanic. You know, those are, that's older generation. Jake Gyllenhaal's 35, something like that. Yeah, I mean, I think he's, I think he's probably yeah. 35, 38. Yeah, he's a guy there. that we saw, like. He might be, he might be 40. Yeah. When you started watching movies, when you were aware enough to like kind of pay attention to that kind of stuff, you saw this guy go from teen actor to, yeah. Yeah. And alongside that, you saw a lot of guys who started when he started, you go, oh, that guy's cool. And then it's like, oh, I haven't thought of Josh Hartnett in uh, 10 years, but here's Jake Gyllenhaal reinventing himself. Crushing it. Yeah. I had that thought with Chris Evans. Uh, I don't know why I thought of the movie... um, Oh, I can't even think of the name of the movie. The movie where they go steal the SAT scores? I want to say not another teen movie, but it's not that. He was in that, He was in that. Yeah. Which, that's an excellent movie. Yeah. I don't think he's great in that. No, well, he's doing his Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah. But, yeah, just like, oh. So maybe he is fucking great in that. Yeah. Look at that guy. Holy shit. And then he did Snowpiercer. Yeah. Which was not a lot of acting, but cool movie. Yeah. He's not the actor Gyllenhaal is, but he's definitely... You saw him go from the movie where he steals the SATs? So like, yeah, I was like, yeah, he's Chris Evans. He just put him in a movie. He's, yeah. yeah, he's a movie star now. Yeah, and I mean, like, Knives Out, he's really good in it, but he's not really range. He's just there. Yeah. Well, but, he does that thing we kind of mentioned him. where you, he, he kind of brings the Matt Damon quality, which is uh, yeah. he brings the things you like about Chris Evans. He brings it to a character yeah. as opposed to, you know, Christian Bale, who, uh, who would have murdered someone yep. and then thought about how to get away with it. I don't know if we're spoiling Knives Out, but, uh, yeah, he would have done that stuff and actually got into the character and became, uh, Ransom Tremblay or whatever (laughs) that family's name is. Um, what else you watch? Made out to the theaters. Oh. We're we're, we're coming to the end. Um, saw Parasite, which, uh. One best picture. I, I, I saw that. Uh, I quite enjoyed it. I thought Parasite was a very cool movie. Very deserving of it, of its win. Just because I was like, yeah, that movie was, that movie was fucking cool. Uh, really enjoy that. People should go see Parasite. If, if you can. Watch it in somewhat form. Yeah. Whether you can get out. Whether you can rent yeah, it. Yeah, you can rent it. Now. It's um, available to rent. You, you, you can buy the DVD. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's streaming. To, it's available to rent. Yeah, you should watch it. Um, and subtitles aren't that bad. I, I, I never once was I like, oh, I'm reading too much in this movie. It just... No, and I think part of it, too, is um, the... the uh, There's some languages that mm-hmm. um, the pacing is the same yes. as the speaking. And so you you can read the subtitles and still, like, fall, and still watch because yeah. the pacing of the speaking is the same. So you don't feel like you're behind or ahead when yeah. you're reading. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. And so I think Korean maybe mm-hmm. is, is one of those languages that, that applies to that. Yeah. I can't think of that was like the way with like, um, like City of God, which is like a Portuguese film. But yeah, you feel like they're, they're, they're getting so many more words out than what yeah, you're seeing. Than what you're seeing, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's all that. So check out Parasite. Very much enjoyed Parasite. Saw Little Women. Uh, the Greta Gerwig film, 2019. Uh, I really enjoyed Greta Gerwig. Uh, I really enjoyed Little, Little Women. I, um, I think Greta Gerwig's made uh, 
two fantastic films, Lady Bird and this, and I, I, I'm interested to see her third one. And I think Saoirse Ronan is going to be like Meryl Streep in 20 years. Yeah, she is. She, yeah. Four Academy Award nominations already, and uh, watching Little One, I was like, yeah, that, that one was uh, uh, de- deservedly so. I think she gave a great performance, you know, the character that, you know, it's been, this has been adapted three times, it's a book, but um, yeah, she's still great in it. She's going to be the best. Yeah. And that whole, well, not the whole, uh, but the other girl from Little Women who was nominated for Best Supporting, Florence Pugh, who was in Midsummer and um, Fighting With My Family this year, uh, great in uh, Little Women. So if those three movies just in 2019, I, I think she's going to go, she's going to be like Black Widow in the next Black Widow movie. So she, that's going to be another lady you're going to have to watch out for for the next, you know, 50 years. As we move on. Yeah. Now. That's what I watched. A lot of stuff. No TV? Just movies. Uh, All film. Season six of The Office. (laughs) Saber just acquired them. Oh, that's a good season. Yeah. Sabre? It's really picked up. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, not that it ever got bad, but I do feel like season, like there's just this weird lull where it's like, ah, it's not as strong. I I feel like they're kind of just treading water. Jim's co-manager. I feel like, and then you just freshen up, bring Saber in, and now it's like, it's great again. You introduced Gabe. Yeah. Yeah. Gabe's great. Mm. Yep. Gabe's great. Yep. What are you been watching? Speaking of Gabe, still loving Avenue 5. Oh. Uh-huh. Gabe's in Avenue 5. That show is ridiculous. It's so good. Um, I'm going to start with TV because I did a few things here. We, 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 I don't know if you've watched The Sinner. It's a USA show. I've not seen The Sinner. The Sinner is fantastic. They just started season three. Um, Harry Ambrose. Though not as good a detective as Harry Bosch. No, mm. let me rephrase that. As good a detective as Harry Bosch. He, he is as good? Oh, yeah. He's as good as Harry Bosch, but just okay. not as cool as Harry Bosch. Okay. But of the two Harrys, yeah. like, it's great to have two Harrys yeah. that are awesome. And then if you think about Dirty Harry. Hey, you throw like, him in there. We got three awesome detectives called yeah. Harry. So the Center Season 3 story is okay. great. Um, I checked out another USA show that... They were pumping um, while I was watching the center called Briar Patch. Oh, right. Featuring Rosario Dawson, yep. and I love Rosario. Um, the first episode is interesting. I'll, I'll give it another mm. shot. I'm not sure I'm hooked yet. She's and that's she plays a private eye detective. She something? plays like a Senate subcom a Senate subcommittee investigator. Okay, her, yeah. Her, her real job. That would be my third guess. But the premise of the show. Which is kind of funny that they make, because those people do exist, and yep. they're not really cops or whatever, but they do they have subpoena power? I don't know. But but the premise of the show is her investigating her sister's murder. Ah. So she should, yeah. And, and there's this some, time it's Yeah, personal. there's some really fun characters. It's it's a bonkers show. Like, I don't know if it's based on a comic book. I think it's a book. Or, I think it's a novel. But it is yeah. very, it's very pulpy and kind of fun. Um, and then HBO just started their new document docu series called McMillions. The final S is a dollar sign. Mm. So this is about the McDonald's Monopoly game that started back in the late eighties. Oh, I love that game. Everyone loves McDonald's yeah. Monopoly. It's about that and how and there was a big scam it was a big scam. Um the doc, this is it's the most fun documentary I've seen in years. The, the FBI agents are just like super cool, and there there's even a complimentary uh, uh, 
a sister podcast to go with it. I've been listening, so they just did see episode two. I just listened to episode two of the podcast. Just little inside stuff, little ex- deleted kind of things from the from the show. But this po- this this documentary is so good and so entertaining. It's not dry at all. You get a real cool insight on that whole McDonald's Monopoly game, which like are people like people love that game yeah. and. And I don't know when the last time they did it. I quit eating McDonald's like probably ten years ago now. But like, and they said they have it. Go get you a large fry. I might just so you can peel off that, those stickers. But it, you know, it's that kind of thing. Like, God, people love it. Yeah. And, you know, Safeway tried to jump on uh, that. They 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 do the Monopoly thing. That was fun. Yeah. They, now now they ask you, do you want, are you are you playing Monopoly? I say no. <laughs> They're <laughs> just gonna no. sit in my car. I don't need your your park hundred park places and never a boardwalk. Exactly. Yeah. So I watched some show. We did some shows, and then so movies. I also played a little Oscar catch up. Yeah. Um, this was the first time in a long time that I had seen this many of the best picture noms before the show. Uh-huh. The only one I didn't see was Little Women. Okay. And like I mentioned to you before, like I've seen iterations of Little Women. Yeah. I've read the book Little Women. I just I like Greta Gerwig. Yeah. I get it. I just don't need another Little Women movie. So when this one comes for rent. I'm not like I don't need to see it yeah. in my opinion I'm sure it's great yeah I, I, lo- I love Greta Gerwig I love Sharus I can't ever pronounce her name Sersha like Ursha Sersha though it should be pronounced Cerise the way you spell it it's weird yeah either way I like them both but I'm not sure I'll ever watch that I did play some ketchup though we watched Marriage Story okay and the first thing I said after watching Marriage Story mm-hmm. was Knowing Adam Driver was was nominated for that role, but yeah, how is there any way that Remy Malik can win best best performance? I, yeah, at all. Yeah, I, I know it was a different year, different <laughs> scope of movies, but when you have a a guy like Adam Driver and he does a there well, was he's doing his thing. There's a performance as good as Adam Driver. There had to have been in last year's nominations that somehow Remy Malik won. Yeah, I I just still like I was angered when you look at the, I thought the same thing when Best Actor won, and it it was like a race where it wasn't a race. Everybody just knew Joaquin Phoenix was gonna get it. They're just like, because he's Joaquin Phoenix, he's never won one. Yeah, that, that's Joker, a, but like and he was Laura Dern. Yeah, like a lot of these people, you do gotta put in your time. Yeah, except unless you're Remy Malik, unless you're Remy Malik, and you just come out the gates and you're like, oh, yeah. I played Freddie Mercury. You you think of. Adam Driver, what well, he did in Marriage Story. Joaquin Phoenix is the Joker, which, you know, the Joker was... All, but his performance was is the best part of that movie. And then even, like, Leonardo DiCaprio, where he, he had no shot of winning, because they go, well, he already got one for yeah. The Revenant. He is playing a character that is so... Nothing Leonardo DiCaprio has ever done before. And then you have the guy from Two Popes. And I'm sure Two Popes was great. But just those three guys... I don't remember who the fourth guy was. But... Yeah, and then you just think, Remy fucking Malik got it for Lip Syncing Queen, which I do anytime Queen comes on the radio. It just angers you. It, it's, just, it's, it's so stupid. You, yeah. It's so dumb. that <laughs> I'm a, You know what? You keep going. I'm looking up who. But Marriage Story is a really good movie. Yeah. Um, I, I also saw Par- Parasite. Mark and I were in the theater at the same time yep. watching Parasite. Uh, great movie. We talked about it. Um, so, oh, and then another Oscar catch-up, I, I watched The Joker. And I, I thoroughly enjoyed the Joker. Mm-hmm. I'm actually very happy I waited so long to watch the Joker. Yeah. I think had I seen the Joker when it first came out, 
I probably wouldn't have liked it as much. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't like. I don't think it's a best picture nom at I, all. I, I think when it came and, out, there was just so. For me, I saw it as it came out, and I was like, oh, that was good. And then just as I was kind of like, when you think about it, and you're going online, you're hearing other people, you're just like, well, let's take a step back. It's not that good. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's best picture good. No. Do I think Joaquin Phoenix was best actor good? Yeah. Yeah. I do. I mean, oh, I I, think he was great. I'm glad he won. I can't dance like that. Yeah, I mean, I don't give a shit who wins. I'm glad he won. Yeah. Like, Unless it's Remy fucking Malik. Unless it's Remy fucking Malik. But, like, best picture? Eh, whatever. Yeah. Yes or no. It didn't win, so we give a shit. <laughs> yeah, when, when you have nine movies, you're like, yeah, just... Uh, yeah. Like, I, I really like Marriage Story. Uh, Marriage Story probably could be one of the five. I, I don't know. I, Joker's probably the one where I was just like, is that... If it was five, it wouldn't be there. Exactly. But it's nine, and the reason it's nine is so you can throw in the Joker. It's fun. It's, it's fun to talk about Joker. Yeah. Do you want the you want the five? Why, why yes. you move on from the Joker? Yeah, hit me up. Remy Malek wins for Bohemian Rhapsody. Included in there is Bradley Cooper for A Star is Born, Willem Dafoe for At Eternity's Gate, Viggo Mortensen for Green Book, and Christian Bale for Vice. Uh, I say not as strong as Weak either. class. Weak, yeah, weak class. But I would have went Vigo. Vigo just as much as you go lower darn. Just, I, I would have went Vigo. Just, yeah. Just because of the importance of that film. <laughs> I was a green book. I was thinking I had to turn this game for a while. I was like, oh yeah, green book was like, yeah. But, um, yeah, so not a strong class, but I still went with Raimi. He was not, that's not a best yeah. picture performance at all. He should have been nominated. No, he should not even have been like, nominated. So, um, that was my, my Academy catch up. Uh, now I, I, now I got some other catching up I did. A few things. So, one, so this is kind of a story. The, these next couple movies is kind of a story. So, I was homesick on Monday. Yeah. And, like, what's better to watch when you're homesick on a Monday than, like, kind of a dark movie? So, I watched... Uh, it's a tricky dark movie. Mm. I watched Mid- Midsummer. okay? Oh, yeah, because it's not so dark at all. I watched Midsummer. Very bright production. Yeah. Um, I had just come off watching Hereditary. Yeah. Um, so I was waiting for like puzzle pieces, but then I'm like, oh man, this guy's a genius because like, there's no puzzle to Midsummer. In fact, they tell you everything that's going to happen before it happens. Yeah. And that's just what's so cool about the movie. That it's guy so lays it out. Yeah. Opposite of what Hereditary mm-hmm. is. And Hereditary, I was like, man, I got these, I'm putting these puzzle pieces together. I knew it. I had it before the ending. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I got it. Yeah. And so I was waiting for more, but then I, after I... After like about forty minutes into this movie, I'm like, this is fucking awesome. They're showing me. I just got to pay attention to the yep. paintings, and I know exactly what's going to happen next. Mm-hmm. Um, not to spoil Midsummer, yeah. but it's been out for two years, so yes, yeah. Uh, Midsummer is fucking awesome. Yeah. It's like a fairy tale folk horror Actually, combination, it, you know? Yeah, that um, came out. That came out in twenty nineteen. Oh, okay. Just because, yeah. As I was, uh, followed, yeah, the Florence Pugh. Her, her, the year she had. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. what a cool movie. Um, great movie. Um, it's... I, I, thoroughly, it's wild, I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. Um, so, then, I'm like, what else? I'm, I'm in a, like a, I'm in a dark mood at this point. Yeah. So, I'm flipping around, and I'm like, 
I got it. Came to me. Boom. Watch The Lighthouse. Oh! Fucking awesome. The Lighthouse is so awesome. I can't believe how Pattinson or Defoe didn't get nominated for that. Yeah. No, those are performances, Retroactively man. put them in last year's class. Yeah, I mean, those are performances. That was... Well, no, The Lighthouse was nominated for a technical thing this year. Oh, no, yeah. It, it's, so, uh, but either way, like... Yeah, I, I, I think cinematography was all... How neither of those got nominated for a performance? Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> is there a cap on performance? Nominations? Five. Well, they need to up the cap because yeah. both those guys got screwed. That movie is freaking nuts. Well, and, you know, you, you, you can mess around. Put one of them in supporting. Yeah. So the the reason I got to that movie is one, I was in a dark mood. Yeah. Plus I was like, ah, oh, what's similar to Midsummer? And I'm like, and I thought of The Witch. And then I was like, oh, The Witch, the guy made, the guy that made The Witch, The Lighthouse. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm watching The Lighthouse. Watch The Lighthouse. It's so cool. Very original movie. Yeah. Crazy, awesome black and white. I look forward to that. I, I collect. Uh, I, st- I still buy physical media, and uh, I like to just go to, to the Best Buy or the Walmart, look around, see what's there. Lighthouse Blu-ray. Uh, it was twelve bucks. I bought it, and so I, I've owned, I've owned it for like a week. I just haven't dipped in yet. Just gotta stick it in and get yeah, let I, it rip. I gotta get sick. Yeah, I gotta get sick and get to and feel like crap. Yeah, I'd watch. You know, I would have got it in, but I'd watch The Irishman. <laughs> Still on the Irishman. Still, I could have watched two. Would, light- but Mark is currently still watching the Irishman. Yeah, I could have watched two lighthouses. <laughs> uh, and then, so Midsummer really stuck with me. Yeah, that that movie really really spoke to me. I, I love that kind of movie. I wish I would have saw that in the theater. Um, so I was thinking, like, and I and I so I I did some. Um, oh no, I'm gonna stop there on Midsummer. I'm gonna mm. come back to that. To you later, probably after we're done recording. Okay. Then I found a list online, randomly. I think it was a Rotten Tomatoes list, and it was like twenty movies to watch if you loved Uncut Gems. Oh. And I was like, you know what? I did love Uncut Gems. Yeah. So I opened up the list, and I'm kind of scrolling through, and and a few of the movies I'd seen, and one movie really stood out to me, mostly because of the Rotten Tomato score it got. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, before I say what I watched, this movie came out in 1999, and I I remember sitting down with some friends in high school, someone rented the movie, I didn't have any choice, someone else rented it, we put it in, and we couldn't make it through. Mm. Now, for whatever reason, I don't know, but ever since I did that, I have absolutely panned this movie, and this may have been the start of the downfall of one of the greatest actors of of of, a t- of our time. You're like 16, 17 at this time? 99, I was 17. 17 years old. 17-year-old Mike yep. writes this movie, can't get through it, and then spends the next 20 years just being like... I think we turned it off after like 20 yeah. minutes. Panning this movie. And I've done nothing but talk shit about this movie since then. The I have gone involved. back and forth on the actor. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with him, but I yeah. understand people's craziness with him. It's Mike. a him. Mike's uh, gone. gone. He, he's bashed the director, the cinematographer. So I've he, never bashed the director. Uh, the director and I are on very good terms. And, uh, you know, politically, same views. Man. <laughs> I, okay. 1999, you watched... Uh, and you've got... And the actor's still working? Still working. He actually just, uh, he's got a new movie coming out mm-hmm. uh, of a Lovecraft uh, story. 
HP Lovecraft story, they're actually uh, Lovecraft has got his yeah. fingerprints all over modern modern horror. Yeah, but they're actually cr- turning a, a an actual story of his into a film. Ooh, which they is, doing a Cthulhu is, movie? Is rare. Uh, it's not Cthulhu. Yeah. Uh, you watched Bowling for Columbine, Michael <laughs> Michael Moore. <laughs> no. Um, so I watched Bringing Out the Dead, which is a Nicolas Cage vehicle. Oh, okay. Nicolas Cage, Ving Rhames, John Goodman, Tom Sizemore are all in this film. I don't think I've ever seen this uh, movie. Rosanna Arquette. Uh-huh. Directed by Marty Scorsese. Oh, Marty. Yep. Um, so this was on the list and I was like, that ah, fuck it. And then I was like, it had like, it was like 75% in fresh on Rotten yeah. Tomatoes. And I was like, no fucking way. Scorsese bumped though. This movie is shit. No. This movie is shit. I, I couldn't even finish it. Uh-huh. And you know, I was like, I was into like cinema in high school. Like I watched Evil Dead all the time, you know? And so <laughs> I was like, I'm watching this yeah. fucking movie. That movie's awesome, Mark. <laughs> I'm glad. Uh, yeah. Bring out the dead's awesome. What is? It? <laughs> okay. What 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 is bringing out the dead? Nicholas Cage plays a uh, EMS paramedic. Okay. Uh, oh, it is the movie I'm thinking of. Yep. Okay. Ambulance driver. Yeah. Yep. Um, Did I realize that was directed by Martin Scorsese? It. Yeah. 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 Uh, I I watched. I thought it. that guy went casino and then did Hugo. And I, then... I I gave it. I gave it its due diligence. Uh-huh. I fired it up. I, I, I watched it beginning to end, unlike you do with Martin Scorsese films. I, I need a break. And uh, I was like, this movie is the shit. Yeah. I really, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. There is one scene in particular with Nicolas Cage having conversation with Rosanna Arquette, and it's phenomenal. They're just sitting in a hospital waiting room, uh-huh. and this conversation, you're like, that's the Nick Cage. That, that is the Nick Cage that won an Academy Award. Yeah. That, that's Nick Cage. He he's got this this kind of gonzo actor reputation now. Yeah. Um, uh, what was the movie? He was the step. Was it Parents? He was like him and um, Christina Applegate were in. Um, it's a good movie. I watched. I talked about it on the show. I watched it. Uh, there was Mom and Dad. Mom and Dad. Okay. Um, so like Nick Cage is. I think he's firing back here, yeah. and and I think this new uh, Lovecraft movie, um, I think it's Out of Space. I think is what it's called. Mm. Uh, I think it's people are liking it. All right, it's, it's positive. So I think we might might be seeing a little. We'll come back here from from Mr. Cage. Nick, Nick Cage uh, Renaissance. Yeah, I look forward to yeah. it. Yeah. So, yeah, bringing out the dead. Bring, like yeah. It, it, if yeah, it's worth the watch. It's it's different. It's a different movie. It's a dark movie. Okay. Um, yeah, and, and it's got your classic Martin Scorsese voiceover yeah. stuff. So, What do you think it was if 17-year-old Mike, 15 minutes in, I was just like, nope. I was trying to make out a chick. Now, you know what? That's what do it was. It. Yeah, yeah. I'll do it every time. Yeah. Uh, is that everything? That's it. Man, that's yeah. A, yeah, we, we got, this was a, a good. Of, a lot of juxtaposition there for my movies. But. Yeah, no, this was a this was a good couple weeks of watching movies. Yeah, I got some movies yeah, in. Yeah. Was, you know, it's, you're kind of, right after Super Bowl, there's no football to watch, you just you throw some movies Yeah, uh, well, I did watch the Super Bowl. I'd like to mention that. Yeah. Uh, Chiefs Kingdom. Yeah. Has a championship. Boom. We did it. We did it. Did you get your gear? I haven't got it yet. It should be in um, Monday. There you go, yeah. They don't. They don't mass produce that stuff, you know. No. For for the for the people. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm getting on the sideline gear. 
congratulations to uh, the Chiefs and uh, Andy Reid and uh, yeah, Coach Reid, Travis Kelly, you know, yeah, the heroes, the you know the, the people of cinema who also enjoy uh, the Chiefs. Uh, congratulations go to you know Paul Rudd and uh, John, Rob Riggle, Rob Riggle, John Hamm, um, yeah, David uh, Keckner. Yep, uh, we we wish all those guys luck as we do all all our movie stars. We watched, uh, <laughs> uh, we watched some other movies as uh, we were gearing up for, for this episode. We watched 1986 remake uh, to the 1948 film Mr. Blanding's Builds His Dream House. We watched 1986's The Money Pit starring Tom Hanks and Shelley Long. Uh, Mr. Blanding's Dream House uh, came out in 1946. It was based off a book in 1946, or so, excuse me, it came out in 1948. Based off a 1946 uh, novel. Uh, it stars Cary Grant and Myrna Loy, Melvin Douglas. It uh, tells the story of a New York couple who, uh, tired of living in close quarters, buys a uh, dilapidated house and uh, have to build it up, uh, encountering money woes and relationship troubles uh, along the way. Hijinks ensue. Was this your first time watching Mr. Blanding's Builds His Dream House? It sure was, Mark. Yeah, I didn't know this was a movie. I didn't either. Yep. I just thought Money Pit was Money Pit, and <laughs> let's, let's go from there. Went deep uh, on this one. Yeah, 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 you did some research. Uh, what did you think of Mr. Blanding's Builds His Dream House? I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. Did you? Yeah, I loved it. I love Cary Grant, though. Yeah. I, I always like Cary Grant. So. I uh, I did not finish it. Okay. Uh, no fault of the movie. Other, I mean, I was bored. But, uh, you know, I, I'm so watching The Irishman. So it was hard to, to finish those last 20 minutes of the movie. Uh, I meant to watch it during my lunch break today. Because, you know, I just have it on my uh, on my phone. And I was like, oh, you know, I'll just finish those last 20 minutes at, at work. Uh, and, then, and then it got away from me. I didn't get to watch uh, Mr. Blanding's nice. Builds His Dream House uh, does he? I don't know. You had to eat your peanut butter sandwich. You don't get it. We get yeah, it. Yeah, they, they had to, they, they uh, were still tearing apart the house last I checked in with them. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It was good. Uh, uh, I like black and white film. Mm-hmm. I like their whole, the whole, the, the whole kind of premise is like this guy's friend and, and lawyer is, oh, let me tell you a tale of my friend, blah, blah, blah. And I kind of enjoy those little Does vehicles. Does that pay off? Why is that guy talking to like? It, it does. That was weird. That it has he's no, the narrator. It it, it means nothing. Yeah. I think it's a '40s movie thing. Yeah, and this was so this was based off a novel, and I believe it started as a radio program. So it makes sense that you would have this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, narration, you know, when, when you couldn't see what was happening. Sure. You kind of need this thing, but yeah, I was not thrown off. I just thought, I thought it was odd. I was like, "Why is this guy talking to me?" Yeah, and then he popped it up. Yeah, it was kind of like a, a a Clarence, kind of Clarence on wonderful. It's a wonderful life yeah. kind of thing. Like, oh, well, let me tell you, was that guy an angel? The lawyer? No, I did not see he, the end. He did not get his wings. Gosh. but yeah. Um. Yeah, I thought so. It was a little slow for me, as, as these are. But I thought the uh, the actors were were were, were fine. Yeah, I, I did. Um, you know, this this is listed as, as uh, the AFI, which take that for whatever you are, but it is listed as their seventy seventh uh, most funny movie of all time. Uh, and while a lot of times I'm just like these movies aren't funny, this is a mile, this movie I I, I I smirked through it. I think it, I think the comedy is relatable too. Yeah, like the kind of like the laughing moments or or things like that happen. Like oh, you're sharing a bathroom. Yeah, you're trying to shave. 
Someone hops in the shower and steams up the mirror. Yes. Like, or, or that even happens, you know, you go in to shave right after someone just got out of the shower yeah. and, you know, there's just things like that that are, I think are relatable, mm-hmm. like. No, if I may. Things. I don't think their apartment was that small. That was a, a fair size apartment. That looked, um, yeah. Their only limitation was really one bathroom. Yes. Which I totally get. Yeah. I, I live in a house with two people, and we only have the one bathroom, and sometimes it can be a bunch, bunch. But yeah. the size of the apartment, I was like, looks fine. Yeah, it wasn't that. Wasn't that. Wasn't that. <laughs> yeah. Two kids, two daughters? Yeah, two daughters. Yeah, they, yeah. they got plenty of room. They, they, yeah. It was, yeah, they, they stretched that. They, they, they probably work. should have blown up that wall and just built another bathroom. Yeah, or just get rid of those birds. Yeah, too get rid of that bird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the movie uh, was success. I'd say it was... Uh, on AF, you know, it's critically acclaimed. It's on AFI's top 100 funny movies of all time. Uh, big hit on uh, released for home video. Uh, not a lot of box office stuff though. You know, just movies from 1940. Yeah, it's pretty hard to find. Going way back on that. Yeah. Uh, so, but we fast forward to 1986. The the premise of the movie is is remade this time, starring Tom Hanks and Shelley Long uh, instead of a established couple with children they are um they're not even engaged to be married they're just boyfriend girlfriend right yeah yeah i think he proposes but uh she's not ready because she's just coming off a divorce they are living in her uh ex-husband's apartment and he has returned so they have to move and instead of finding an apartment in uh manhattan in 1986 they buy a house out in the country and have to hijinks ensue uh was this your first time seeing the money pit no it was not, yeah. but it had. Pro- it has probably been twenty years. Yeah, I I watched the Money Pit maybe two three years ago, but before that, it was just a movie. I just kind of like I remember a couple of the laugh points, but not a movie I really paid attention to until kind of watching it again this time. Uh, what did you like about the Money Pit? Um, the the physical comedy. I like that. Mm. Um. I. You know, you got like I like Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is, I think we we forget. Tom Hanks is a funny man. I didn't forget, Mark. Yeah. I didn't forget well, because I when think, I saw him at the Oscars doing his little thing, I was true. laughing my ass off. I think Hollywood <laughs> has forgotten because, or maybe he just wants to be very. He just wants to do these. But I, Tom Hanks, let's let's do a comedy, Tom. Man, he just does. It's what been he a bit. You know, he just does what he wants. Know, it's it's the post. It's uh, he's playing Walt Disney. He's playing Mister Rogers. Buy a bad house and have to fix it up, Tom. That's what America wants. We want Burbs too. I would love a Burbs too. He buys a house. It's a piece of shit, and the neighbors might be murdering people. And he has a dog. We just mix them all together. It's great. Uh, a big slobbery dog. Yeah, you know, I, I watched the movie and, and I, I enjoyed the Money Pit a bit more than I enjoyed Mr. Blandings, but I don't know if the movie's good. I just really like everything Tom Hanks is doing in the movie. There's a scene where he, he has to go borrow money from one of his clients. He's a uh, attorney, and he represents music artists. And he has to go borrow money from his biggest client, who's a kid. Benny. Benny. And that just I just like that scene. When Benny says, you yell at me, and Tom Hanks just yells back, I yell at you. It just it made me, like, Tom Hanks... When he, when, he, when he does the Tom Hanks yelling thing or just the Tom Hanks laughing, like the hysterical laugh, I, I enjoy him on screen. 
He's great. Yeah. I, he, that, a, he really is a national treasure. He's America's sweetheart. Yeah. Tom Hanks. Uh, what does this movie do better than the original? Um, it has it has a faster pace. Yeah. Um, That's the 80s. It's all that cocaine. Faster pace and we got a more diverse cast of characters. Yeah. And... I, yeah, I, I just not getting through miss the the original. I think the setup where I watched the New York, I was just like, their apartment's fine. Also found the two leads of Mr. Blandings. Not that they were unlikable, but I was like, you guys are being unreasonable. I, I remember that when they're designing the house, and the lawyer's like, you guys spent too much money. You have four bathrooms. They're like, we cannot budge on four bathrooms. Like, you guys should budge on one of the bathrooms. I guess for comedy, but I also found it just it's a little. Silly. A little over time. Where, yeah. uh, you know, this was just, oh, they sunk their money, so they just got to make do with what they got. And, uh, um, yeah, there was this, like, negative and positive kind of, like, mm. thing in, in Mr. Blanding's where all their, the reasons for wanting a bigger house were, were relatable and stuff. And maybe that was what they were going for when they, then the, all their asks in the new house were just, like, you know, pie in the sky, crazy shit. Yeah. And maybe that's what they're going through, but didn't quite. Did they get their four bathrooms? I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. That's shit. But they kept getting locked in that closet. Ah, I didn't get that part. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, you know, just because it's it's forty years later, you know, some of the you could kind of do like more of the the the, the sight gaggy stuff. You could just do differently in the 80s the stairs falling apart yeah, I, you, that's a fun set piece him sinking in the floor technologically with yeah. with set pieces and props uh-huh. and, and, and stunts you just there's yeah. more you can do so I do appreciate what they did in 1948 of um, you know just the things with the house falling apart or you know, even just little things like you close the door and you just hear noises going off you know you do, you do with what you can but yeah. in 1986 you could make an entire staircase fall and, or that weird I don't know that weird um there's a, the, the Rube Goldberg-esque machine of him flying throughout the house. You can't just you can't do that. No, no. Cary Grant wouldn't have it. He'd, <laughs> he'd, he'd punch you in the face. <laughs> uh, what didn't you like about the money pit? Uh, well, that scene you just mentioned. Yeah. And I, and I do it's think... not a great scene. Uh, although I like the physical comedy parts, they relied just far too much on it. Yeah. Uh, there's just way too much like things crumbling and things falling it's yeah. it's gay it's like okay well i get what you're doing but it's kind of it's like what they did with the blandings the blandings went pie in the sky with all their ideas mm-hmm. and now we're like well all this shit keeps falling apart you really do need to just tear this house down yeah i mean it's tearing itself down yeah it's like fucking poltergeist <laughs> it really was yeah yeah it, it really everything that just doesn't involve Tom Hanks. I just I felt the movie itself was, was maybe a weak script. I, I think a lot of the stuff they were doing for comedy that didn't involve him was just like it didn't land. Like the the demolition crew. I was like, what what was up with them? Showing up on motorcycles, yeah, and weird go karts, and and <laughs> they just had like a buff dude on a in a collar, like. And maybe it was an it must have been an eighties thing. I was four years old when this movie came out, uh-huh. and I so like I wasn't up on like the Cold War and stuff. Like I was young during the Cold yeah. War. Like it wasn't. I'm still not up. So on the Cold like War. all their like their reoccurring joke about 
testing missiles there. Uh, they just didn't like. It went in one ear and out the other. I just didn't get like. Doesn't why age kept, well. Yeah, why they kept re- that yeah. kept reoccurring? I, I guess at the time, yeah, it doesn't age. Yeah, it meant nothing to me. Like, I don't fuck. Though, uh, the 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 fact that the woman selling the house, her husband was a Nazi war criminal. That made me laugh. Oh, that's still funny. That's still funny. That's still great. That she met him in Argentina, and then the Israeli Secret Service showed up. Yeah. And I just started laughing. I was like, that's funny. That's... And then he was Hitler's pool boy. <laughs> the, what was, the dad stuff still confuses me. Doesn't... Why does that book end the movie? Well, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I, I don't know. That feel that feels very much uh, like a post-production add-on. Yeah. Beginning and end. Like, he, he, at the start of the movie, like, oh, if you had a father like I mm-hmm. did, like, you wouldn't hire, or whatever, he, he yeah. makes a comment about whatever his dad did or something. You kind of find and out throughout the movie that his dad... Ripped people ripped off. Ripped people off, yeah. yeah. But why and Tom Hanks stuck around to uh, pay off the debts. Right. Or is, or is working to pay off the debts. I, I, I got that throughout the movie. I don't think we, yeah, we didn't need we didn't that need intro, yeah. for sure. And then without the intro, you can't have the outro. It would make no sense. So... Yeah. You don't even really need the atro. No. The fact that they sh- that the couple shows up and... Other than it's the same lady and now yeah. she's ripping them off? Yeah. I don't know. No, you don't need that at all. Yeah. Just end with the uh, just end with the wedding. Yep. Big happy ending. Yeah. So, so end us off that way. Um, what does the original do worse? Um, honestly, I find Shelley Long so distracting. I think cat the casting her. Mm-hmm. I know she was big in Cheers at the she, time, yeah. and I love Cheers, and I enjoyed her character in Cheers mm-hmm. just because of how it interacted with Sam Malone, who is like one of the best TV characters ever. But not ever because of Shelley Long. Yeah, and so then seeing Shelley Long in this, I just like she doesn't work for me. Shelly Hong, to me, always, when I see her acting, I always feel that she is better suited for theater. She's a stage actor. She definitely, you know. and always feel like she's playing too big, not... She overacts. ...really in it, yeah. Uh, and that yeah, came off here, too. Yeah, the way she just delivers dialogue, or, you know, when she has a moment, I just feel like it's too big. Yeah. Um, or, just, yeah, played, played more for theater. But, uh, yeah, so... And, you know, I'm not... An 80s expert, I don't know who, who, if we did a casting what if, who, who'd you get in there? But yeah, Shelley Long also just doesn't work for me. Though, um, you know, if you're just like trying to cast a good looking lady, I think the best Shelley Long's ever looked up. So, good for her. Yeah, I mean. But, uh, yeah, the acting, I just, not, no, Shelley Long movies have ever really been a, yeah. Yeah, she just doesn't work for I'm me. I'm with you on that. I think it would have been better with like a, a, a Daryl Hannah or a, Andy McDowell. Andy McDowell oh, would have been perfect for Yeah, where you get the splash. Or, or yeah, yeah, Andy McDowell. Throw her in there. Get, you know, put her in there. We never get Funny Farm. You just get <laughs> you just get Money Pit, and that's all you need. Take the best of Funny Farm and Money Pit. Put them together. Um, did enjoy um, Alexander Goodenough. Yeah. It, it, it's funny to see him show up in something like yeah. this. Um was this before or after? Uh, before. This is before this Die Hard. before Die Hard? Yeah. That being said, why does Hollywood always portray maestros and, and orchestra direct 
directors and, and conductors is such pompous dicks. I think I think because they are the only one. The only time that they have it in recent memory was that Amazon show uh, that's about an orchestra. That's actually I can't remember the name of it. It's a really funny show, um, but that conductor is very likable. Yeah, but why? I just I think there's something about classical music and orchestra that seems very stuffy. And and yeah. he and usually they they have to play the foil. Right? I just think we need to break this stereotype. Yeah. Because you can't be a likable guy because you're rooting against him. This, I, we gotta break it, yeah. man. This, it's enough is enough already. The the maestro doesn't have to be a long blonde haired pompous yeah. dick. Flip the rules. That <laughs> redeems himself a little bit at the end. We don't need that. Yeah, sure, he does. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm glad he got to play the wedding. Uh, flip the rules. Her ex husband is a music lawyer, and the man she's fallen in love with, Tom Hanks, is a mild. Mannered symphony orchestra leader. That no one respects. That no one respects. <laughs> yeah. He gets kicked around by his trombone player. Yeah. And he has to buy this house way out in the country. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, we're kind of, kind of flying through it. Um, any other good bads about, about the money pit before we get into uh, remakes and sequels? and? I think... Um... The good so, the good part is they they do more with. Like this this all these expenditures and then them covering the expenditures and stuff. Mm. I don't feel like they did that in, in the original. The original like oh you're spending more money spending more money you don't have it you don't have it you don't have it yeah. like, well they still somehow get their dream house built, and, but in this one they're like okay well she sells the painting she has, yeah. and he borrows money yeah. and and they make it they figure out how to make it work yeah. Um, I like that. Yeah. But also, what... Nah. I was going to mention something about, like, the permit guy. And I'm like, that's not how permitting works. Yeah, yeah. Like, the permit guy doesn't come to your house. Yeah. You go to City Hall and you buy a permit. Yeah. You get inspectors that come by. say, yeah, with an inspector coming, you could just get a different guy. Like, come on. If just there's like, a uh, conflict of interest, which there like was. Just, like, research that a little bit. Though I do enjoy, uh, I did like the joke where he goes, uh, what would it take to get you out of here? A bribe? Sure. <laughs> the guy's like, okay, half hour? <laughs> yeah, just the idea is like, oh, yeah, just, just like that, yeah. Offer him a bribe. He'll be back out there. Um, that was a fun bit to him falling through the floor. And getting caught in the carpet. It was so stupid. And I like the physical comedy of it. Of, yeah. the, of the money pit. But they did rely on it too much. Um, especially the big long thing. Uh, where they have. They, Falls down they a have, hole. They, they, like have the, they have their big breakup scene after. And he ends yeah. up in the water spout at the end. You know. Yeah. That whole thing was just like. Come on. It was, and it made the It was just too long. But that, the, the carpet falling through, just the thought of someone seeing a giant hole in the floor and rolling a carpet over it on a second floor just makes me giggle. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? I got it. I'll just roll this carpet over. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> uh, so this this movie, it's, it's a remake from 1940 film. Now, under the information for the Mr. Blandings, they say that this movie was made, remade a third time in 2007. Uh, as part of the Ice Cube franchise, Are We There Yet? 
Are We Done Yet? Apparently is a remake of or is inspired by Mr. Blanding's Bills of Dream Home, where Ice wow. Cube's new family has buys a house and has to rebuild it up. Wow. Yeah. Would you like to see a sequel of Tom Hanks's version of The Money Pit? Yes, with a caveat. Mm-hmm. Not, a, not a sequel. No. But would I like to see a spinoff? Yeah. It exists in the same world. Yes. Universe. I want to see what happens to Benny. Yeah. Oh, it, it's like a behind-the-music-esque... Yeah. Uh, I want to see what's up with Benny. Mockumentary, yeah. Yeah, what's up with Benny? What happens to him? Armed security guards, his mom yeah. and dad are his servants. What, what kind of music he do? does he do? Yeah. Yeah. I loved Benny. Yeah. He should have been more, actually. I got he was... Um, he was like a Justin Bieber. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But of the 80s, yeah. But, yeah. but I, he should have been in it more. Yeah. Do the movie set in 1986, and you, you recast a young Benny. Yep. You get Jacob Tremblay or whatever. Sure. You get one Stranger Things kids. Yeah, you get, yep. Yeah. Boom. Money Pit with Stranger Things. Just mix it together. <laughs> yeah. And, it, yeah, it's just like uh, the adventures. But it's set in the 80s. He, he you know... Or maybe it's it's a little maybe it's in the nineties early nineties nineties or even two thousands. Yeah, he's not making his fortune anymore. He's 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 in the dumps. Yeah, and Tom Hanks's character in his will leaves him the dream house oh. because he he borrowed the money he to owed fund him. the house. Yeah, he owed him, gave him the house, and he's got this dream house to move into. Yeah, and I like it. It writes itself. Yep. Watch out, Oscars. <laughs> Find a role for Remy Malik in it. He plays Benny. Play, he can play yes. anything. He can play anything. Uh, would you like to see this movie remade? Comedy uh, couple buys a house, has to fix it up. Gosh, you know, I I feel like this has been done a hundred times. Yeah. It'll be done another hundred times. Does this particular need to be remade? No, because no. we're going to get a do-it-yourself do, do movie. Yeah. We I, always do. Which, I'd like to see it. Yeah. I'm I want to see, yeah. I'm fine with a funny do-it-yourself movie. Yeah. Put it on Netflix. That's where it needs to go. Will Forte and somebody, you know, Will Forte and Kristen Wiig buy a house. and But it's it's set in modern times, so it's a lot of YouTube and HGTV thinking they can do it all themselves. That's a funny movie. Yeah, I'm not thinking. I'm not. A, how about a Chris? I like I like the Kristen Wiig idea. Yeah, okay. But what if we reunite Bridesmaids, Kristen Wiig, John Hamm? Oh, you know, I, I want more work for John Hamm, so, yeah. And more comedy work for John and That's Hamm. a perfect, that would be a great role for John Hamm. Yeah. That'd be, oh, yeah. Yeah, I feel like he he can he could do that. Yeah. yeah, let's do it. It's money pit. He called something else. But, yeah, just a couple, a funny couple. They're, they're a couple. They own and operate a food truck. truck. Oh, yeah. They've been expanding franchises. They have three food trucks now. Mm-hmm. Got to, you know, they got to expand. They need a house. Yeah. And then they need a shop. For the food trucks. Uh, see, they can't be food truckers because food, food truckings to do it yourself anyways. They got to be from a world where they don't do it themselves. But now, like, we're going to do it. They're, yeah, okay. They're okay. money managers. They manage. They, uh... They manage... They, they give loads to food trucks. To food trucks. They're uh, angel investors. They manufacture food trucks. Manufacture food trucks. Custom order food trucks. They buy a house. How hard could it be? We build food trucks. Yeah. We can build a house. Yep. And this it's is like fucking genius. No, you pay people to build food trucks. You yourself do not have to build them. And we sit, well, watch the hilarity then, Sus. This is brilliant. Five bathrooms. That's the big joke. <laughs> Four bedrooms, five, five bathrooms. 
Uh, well, it's modern time, so it'd be like five and a half. Five and a half baths, yeah. yeah. Gotta have that, that half bath for your guests. Oh, but it's not a half bath. It's two, one, and a quarter baths. <laughs> they add something to a bathroom, yeah. but they do it twice, so it makes a, a half bath. The comedy's all there. We, we don't have to do it for you. Um, the Money Pit, 1986, did we need it? Yeah, yeah. I think we did. I think this is a great, this is a golden age of Tom Hanks. I think, uh, so he's coming off of Splash. He's going to go do big in a little bit. Turner and Hooch, The Burbs. He's on this great comedy role. And then, you know, again, I, I Forrest think, Gump comes around I and, think you need and we it. lose him. Like, we need it for the reason that it keeps the Tom Hanks ball rolling. Yeah. Because um, maybe if he's, you know, yeah, Splash was a hit. Mm-hmm. But maybe if they're like, eh. Yeah. You know, they skip on Tom Hanks in this and they put in Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. You know, like, maybe we don't get Forrest Gump. Yeah. Maybe we don't get Splash. Or maybe but, we don't get Big. The Burbs. Yeah. Butterfly Effect, man. League of Their Own. All it's of a crazy. sudden, it's Tom Tom Cruise playing... Uh, Suddenly, Tom Sizemore is saying there's no crying in baseball. Yeah. And we're like, mind's blown. Tom Cruise gets big as, like, an 18-year-old kid. Or, I mean, he gets uh, Money Pit as, 18-year-old, as an 18-year-old kid. Emilio Estevez is the star of Mission Impossible. Holy shit! This, it just keeps going. <laughs> you don't know. The, the, the flap of a butterfly wing could do something else. Mind-blowing stuff. Ashton Kutcher, all of a sudden, he's involved. <laughs> but it's fine. It, it, I mean, it's not. It's not one of the best Tom Hanks comedies of this era, but no. it's it's fine enough to it watch. Works. Would you recommend Mr. Blanding's Bill's Dreamhouse for? I'm sure a lot of people don't even realize this movie existed. Yeah, I think I would recommend that. Yeah, I, I, th- I think it's. I think it's better. Should I finish? It? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you should. All right. Yeah. I'm gonna. I mean, I got the 48 hour rental. I might as well. Yeah, I think you should finish it. Yeah. Yeah, the ending is very nice. All right. I hope, I hope they get that dream home. Or move back to that apartment in New York. It was fine. She doesn't work. Why does she have to get ready the same time he's getting ready? Well, she's got a home to make, Mark. Just wait till he leaves. You wouldn't understand the time. She's got. She's a homemaker. I guess. She's got to be looking good, making dinner. With a maid. With the maid, yeah. The maid made breakfast. She's got to, yeah, she's got to, like, tell the maid, clean up. Yeah. Different times. Wham ham, man. Yeah. Uh, if you have thoughts on the Money Pit or uh, this uh, this Benny movie, if you, if you want to finance this Benny movie, we're getting we're getting we're getting rolling. Uh, you can email us at dvtgpodcast@gmail.com or find us on Facebook at uh, or no, yeah, we still have Facebook. I don't have a Facebook. The page is still there though. I think Mike has an access. To yeah, Facebook. yeah, uh, yeah. We still have Facebook. I'm off the grid yeah. except for when it comes to Twitter. DBTG Pod. Uh, you can tweet us there. Uh, I also still have access to email. Um, yeah, so drop us a line. Uh, we 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 don't have to move light up for next episode, but we're, we're gonna think about it. Till then, it's been Don't Be That Guy, Guy to Sequel Remakes. You can't de-age arthritis. Ah!